I'm Amy, a life coach and personal growth mentor. You're listening to Roots Change, a Grow With Me podcast. Yep, I'm willing to share my journey in hopes it helps you and yours. I was recently asked, what one thing could I do to help me experience a shift in how I feel quick? The answer is in the title of this podcast. To keep it simple, I said practice self-care. When it comes to how we feel, changing what we do for ourselves and understanding what we need to feel, do, and show up as our best makes a huge difference. Truth is, implementing some self-care practices into our daily life will lead to a transformation. I've seen it in my own experience and in those who I have helped. Self-care is simply wonderful. Today, I'm republishing one of my very first podcast episodes. It is the one that has done the best. The title was Self-Care Made Simple. Immediately after recording, my brain went to work. I created a five-day mini course called Self-Care Simplified. Really clever titling, right? (laughs) It's on purpose. We overcomplicate all the things, especially self-care. That is why I believe we're not all practicing it on purpose. And so I hope you enjoy today's episode, whether or not you heard it way back then in February of 2021, you're hearing it today with a new set of ears. Be sure to stay till the end. I have something exciting to share and I hope you join me. Without further ado, here's Amy a year ago. Whether you're a self-care queen or get overwhelmed by the thought of creating your own plan, everyone stumbles. Life catches us off guard. We sacrifice a little self-care for the sake of a goal. And even when we're doing really well, it can change in the blink of an eye. Today, I'm going to give you a few simple tips when it comes to self-care, what it actually is according to me, how to begin creating your own go-to plan, when to use it, and how to recognize when you should, but you aren't. You know what? I'm even making a short mini course to help people create their own plan because self-care really does matter. I look at self-care as giving my mind, body, and spirit what she needs to be at her best to feel her best, to be her best, all the different parts of me. How I feel mentally, physically, and spiritually not only influences my well-being, my progress, my commitments, my dreams and goals, it affects all the people I come into contact with or would have come into contact with if I was maintaining a high level of wellness. Self-care for a lot of people feels overwhelming, like we have to do it a certain way or it's not really self-care. Self-care looks different for every single person. If it feels good, if it fills you, if it fuels you and is healthy and good for you, you can chalk it up as self-care. Even if it means going to the salon, how dare someone, let me just start by saying this, how dare someone Tell another person that going to the salon is not self-care. Have you ever had your hair washed by somebody? Like had their fingers massaging your scalp? Let me 
tell you, you walk out of that salon feeling like a million bucks. You might have walked in there an irritable mess. Next thing you know, you're talking to strangers on the street. Come talk to me about what is and what isn't self-care. I might just change your perspective because challenge is what I do. Creating a self-care plan doesn't have to be hard. But what it does take is you committing to finding the things that lift you up, that help you experience joy, that fill your cup, restore balance, help you feel energized, and connect you to your spiritual self and your creator. I'll start by sharing a few things that I've done and what I'd suggest to you as my client, a friend, or someone in my personal community who's struggling with self-care, which by the way, if you're listening, you are welcome. It all starts with gratitude, at least for me. One of my best features, (laughs) my favorite characteristics, one of my superpowers is I have never really struggled with gratitude significantly. But there's moments that I do. And whenever I'm feeling like I'm in a funk and I find my mind wandering towards the negative versus the positive, I find that if I reach for gratitude and find the things around me and within me to feel grateful for, it changes everything. So to you, to anybody who has no type of self-care plan, the first thing I would do is start with a simple gratitude practice. I'll share something I do with you a little bit later, but you could actually just start right now. You could press pause and list three things that you are grateful for right now. They can be big, huge things, though sometimes are an easier way to start, or three little small things that that just made you smile or made you feel good or feel a sense of appreciation and you wouldn't even normally recognize it as something that you're grateful for. By noticing and appreciating all of the things that are happening for you, you're telling yourself, your subconscious, that this is who you are and this is what you do. And the more you do it, the better you get. And pretty soon, it becomes part of you. Another thing that I would tell somebody would really help them create a self-care plan is to define your best self from a wellness perspective. You need to understand what it takes for you to feel the best you possibly can from where you are today. You don't have to change to begin practicing self-care. You just need to recognize what already makes you feel good, what already makes you feel at your best, and then put intention towards doing it. So start today by asking yourself what you already do that helps you feel good, that makes you feel balanced or energized. But not just in your mind, pen to paper. I don't know the science behind it, but for some reason, when we write down our thoughts and our ideas It just becomes more fluid and it sets it in stone as if telling your subconscious like, yes, this is it and this is why and these are the things that you might be missing. I could be absolutely wrong, but the the point is, is that it really does help. So please, please, please write it at the top of your page what I need to feel my best and just go to town. Don't worry about your sentence structure or whether it's right or wrong. Just write it. And then when you're done, when you feel like there's nothing left, read it over and start circling the things that you might want to deliberately put into practice. Right now, if I was to define um, my best self from a wellness perspective and I wrote down what I need to feel my best, 
I would say things like taking a walk, eating foods that make me feel good, that don't make me feel bloated, journaling, being in gratitude, talking with my friends, doing the things that actually inspire me, going after my dreams, creating goals. These are all the things that support me, who I am, playing music, singing, dancing. <laughs> like these are just the things. Anyways, you do you, boo. If I would have like shared my list for you the first time I did this, it would have looked completely different. There were things on it like getting enough sleep, not screaming at my kids, taking a walk, listening to music on my way to work, exercising, talking with Jesus, talking with my mom, being around other people. At the time, these were the things that I needed. These were the things that I was not doing enough, but I knew if when I did them, I felt pretty darn good. Notice one of the things was actually something, it was like the opposite of something I was doing, screaming at my kids. So it's the opposite of screaming at my kids, not screaming at my kids. That meant in order for me to come up with an idea that I could consider to be self-practice, I had to look for ways that would help me manage my anger. And it's actually what led me to managing my anxiety. So hopefully that helps. Moving on to my very favorite way to find self-care, create a joy list. What's a joy list, Amy? Well, I'm glad you asked. A joy list is a list of everything that brings you joy. Grab that pen and paper again and just start listing out all the things that make you experience joy, that bring you joy. And don't overthink it. Just start jotting the things down, however goofy they might seem. Think about who you enjoy being around. What are you doing when you're around them that makes you enjoy being around them? Think about all the activities that leave you feeling like you're a million bucks or that just fill your cup or that mellow you out. Literally, there's no wrong way to do this, but when you're done, read that list out loud. If you notice that your face is kind of squishing up when you say a specific thing, cross it off the list. You're probably not going to feel very good when you go to do it. So save that for later. Save it for the future when you already have been doing some type of self-care and you are now looking to add a few new practices. This list is about getting you started. You're gonna wanna feel good when you think about going to self-care every day, especially if you've never put intention towards it. Yep, you heard me right. I said (laughs) every day. If self-care is all the things that help you maintain a high quality of mind, body, spiritual wellness, that means you have to do it every day. Every day you have to put intentional action towards those three areas. When I started building out my self-care practice or routine, I put intention towards understanding the cues my body gives me, learning what those cues might mean, and then discovering what steps I can take to help me get back to my normal, my best self. Basically, I look at my self-care practices as being the caregiver to myself, and that's a forever and always type of love. Think about it like this if you're a parent or if you're even a friend. Think about if you know that something that would be good for your child or your friend or your partner, and you don't share it with them, you don't tell them, hey, I know that you are suffering right now. If you do this every day, you're going to feel better. You would not withhold that information. So you don't withhold it from yourself and you put it into action every single day. 
The first thing I do in the morning when I hear my alarm is get my butt out of bed. I rarely hit snooze these days. That was not always the case. But in my personal growth journey, when I realized that screaming at my kids was not something I wanted to do, I acknowledged the fact that getting out of bed earlier than them would help me honor that. I've connected getting out of bed when my alarm goes off as a form of self-love. Self-love and self-care are interchangeable in my mind because self-care is literally an act of self-love. So getting my bed out of bed when hearing that alarm is keeping a commitment to myself that was put there for a very good reason, and I honor it. The second thing I do when I wake up that is not a bodily function <laughs> is making myself a cup of coffee. I love my morning routine, and this is where it really kicks off. Once I start to smell that coffee brewing, I turn into complete smiles. I know what comes next. What comes next is I get to sip hot coffee slowly while I list five things I'm grateful for in the last 24 hours. I list five things that I'm grateful for every morning and it just really helps me support my own intention on being in a state of gratitude. It sets me up for the day and I feel good. I feel good when I think about everything that I have to be grateful for. If I went to bed angry at my guy, which sometimes I do because hello, I'm human. When I go to create my list of five things I'm grateful for, and I'm looking back throughout the last 24 hours, and something he did makes the list, it changes my whole attitude. I'm not even usually mad. Usually what I was mad about doesn't even matter. My point is, is gratitude is an attitude and it's an attitude I want to have. There are some other things that I may or may not do related to self-care that are part of my morning routine, but these are definitely the major players. I also sprinkle self-care throughout the rest of my day, usually. I try to hydrate myself very well. I feel better when I'm hydrated. I did test this. A year or two ago, I did Rachel Hollis's Last 90 Days Challenge, and other than pee a lot, I definitely felt better. I had more energy. My body felt less bloated. I felt lighter. I just felt and looked better. So now I do my best to get that water down. I also get up from my desk and I move around throughout the day. I noticed I become super irritable the longer I sit. Do you feel me? (laughs) I sit all the time. I sit for my job. And then I sit for my business. So I've got to get up. I feel it in my body when I don't. I get really restless and it actually sometimes hurts. (laughs) So if I'm really doing good, I might put a song on and have a little dance. It's an incredible mood lifter and the physical activity supports my physical well-being. Bonus! Sometimes I might just go fold some laundry or walk up to check on the kids. I just do something. It's the little things that break up the constant sitting on my keister. After work, my self-care is crucial. I'm supposed to be doing yoga or taking a walk as soon as I clock out. I've learned that these activities help me to recenter, let go of the nine to five, do something for myself that feels good and actually helps me to reset. And then I move on with my day. I step into my other roles as a mother, as a partner, and an entrepreneur. Self-care comes down to being self-aware. 
Last night, while I was supposed to be drifting off to sleep, my mind was going a mile a minute. I was writing emails, recording a podcast, having intense conversations with somebody I've never met. I was processing all of the things that happened or didn't happen during the day. So I checked in. I reflected for a minute and I noticed I've been doing this a lot of nights lately. Staying up at night with insomnia is actually something I have celebrated overcoming. I have anxiety and not in a way that you would consider normal. I used to stay up for at least one to two hours every night when I wanted to be sleeping, thinking, stressing, and worrying about literally everything, coming up with every terrible scenario my mind could possibly bring to service. So last night it dawned on me, I'm not taking care of myself in the way I need to or used to, the way nighttime Amy needs me to. I'm tossing and turning, probably keeping Adam awake, definitely messing with his sleep, and it makes me feel bad. Last night, I started to feel bad. I started, like, yelling at myself, shaking my finger. Amy, why can't you just go to sleep? Knowing what I should be doing and I can't just makes it worse, and then I realized why it's happening. I'm not journaling. I'm not processing. I'm not physically moving my body on purpose as a form of self-care. I'm not eating foods that make me feel good. My sex drive is super down. Yeah, that matters. And I'm not even doing yoga. I'm killing it at my morning routine and sacrificing the rest for the sake of building my business. Directly in conflict with several of my personal commitments. (laughs) Whoops. In these last few weeks, I have been more concerned about getting things perfect on my website, more interested in reaching the people that might benefit from my message or my service than taking care of myself, my family, and my relationship with the man I share all of this with. It's a form of self-sabotage. I didn't do it on purpose, and I know you don't either. When we reach for self-care before we notice a problem, we have greater ease in everything. I know I do. I feel better. I'm a better mom, partner, a better employee, and coach. I know this because I've noticed this. I pay attention. I have recognized now that I have a problem. So I need to get back to the plan and then I need to stick to it and hopefully recognize when I drop the ball like I am. If you're not perfecting this whole self-care thing or never thought twice about it, maybe because when you do it, it feels overwhelming, you're off the hook. Beating yourself up about what you didn't do, what you should have done or what you didn't know you should do because it's beneficial That is all negative self-talk and in opposition with self-love. So I say, recognize it and let it go. Give yourself some grace. Please call this your permission and then reach for something better. I am. Today I got up nice and early. I'm processing still as I create this podcast episode and then I'm going to go take a hot shower and do some yoga. I might clean my house because that's been taking a back seat. I for sure am taking my family to do something fun. We're getting out of this house. And then I'm making a delicious and nutrient-rich meal, including a not-at-all-nutritious dessert. And then I might beg them to play a game or two with me this evening. Monday Amy will for sure be thanking Sunday Amy. You cannot fix what you didn't know was broken. You can't go from having no plan to the go-to plan. All you can do is start. And you can start today. I mean, was I right? It's an oldie, but it's a goodie. Self-care does not go out of style. 
if as you were listening, you were thinking to yourself, maybe self-care could help me and maybe it's actually not that hard. I've got something for you. I'm going to take self-care simplified into the Facebook group and I hope you join me there. We're going to spend the second week of April, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday going through some really simple key concepts about self-care and you will walk away with a plan you actually want to go to. Why? Because it's going to be individualized to you. It's great that people like to share the practices that help them, but it's even better when you know what it takes to help yourself. So if you're not already part of the Roots Change Facebook group, head to the show notes, click the link, and join us there. We're going to kick off this journey, like I said, second week of April, but this is something that you will use for the rest of your life. We are going to self-care the shit out of April, and I really hope you join me there. Roots change with every choice we make. Until the next time, you are loved, you are worthy, and you can achieve anything.